Welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode 138. Brock Purdy takes down Tom Brady in San Francisco. The Lions are roaring. And can the Finns take on the Bills in the snow? I don't think so. AA, AA, Christmas is coming. Here we go. Freestyle. Yeah! Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Well, welcome to Look Who's Talking. This is your first episode. Congratulations. You found the best NFL podcast on the planet. Wherever you're listening on this beautiful planet. Ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, and... Bonagum. That is the wrestler-like voice of my old Italian friend, Weird Mike. And when I say old, he's only about eight months older than me. But if you lined us up next to each other, you might get those years a little bit wrong on the spread. Speaking of spread, probably my worst spread week of the week last week. We're just going to move on really fast. Just rip off that Band-Aid. One and five, a couple of quarterback injuries in the first quarter. That's the way she goes. That's why it's called gambling. Um, all right. Look who's talking is brought to you across the board by Huck Media and the wonderful people at Huck Media. Uh, visit their offices in downtown Toronto. If you need any drone or media needs or just a twisting mustache friend on Christmas, give them a shout at Huck Media on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And then let's make some money. We got Thursday games, Saturday games. Let's make some prop tickets, some pools tickets, and let's win some goddamn Christmas money. Xmas, Christmas, whatever you call it, Hanukkah. Uh, if you're a late Halloween person and you hate Christmas, whatever you're celebrating this month, we're here to help you put some extra money in your pocket. Follow the show at Hughes Talking on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. H-U-S Talking. Can't spell that. Surprised you found the show and surprised you can do anything in life. Uh, you can also follow our slightly hotter handicapper. Um, as far as picking games is concerned, the rest is up to you. Uh, Weird Mike joining me for my 138th episode in a row. Uh, Weird Michael coming to you from Centennial Studios, old Dolphins fan, old Giants fan, now kind of a Bills, Ravens, Flock, 49er member. Wherever the money flows, he goes. All right. Weird Mike, how you doing, buddy? I am uh, much like your record, Jeffrey, treading carefully through this holiday season. As jovial as I'd like to be, um, real talk, everything in my life will be treading carefully bets gifts romance family friends parties everything all right if you're on the list of weird mike naughty or nice whatever you think my definition of treading carefully is that's what you will be receiving this year so godspeed to all of you happy holidays i'm coming home cousin squad super excited um I've cooled off, Jeff. I've cooled off. <clears throat> Real talk. I've cooled off. The heater's officially done. I made two of the worst bets I've ever made. One of them was victorious. That's how bad of a bet it was. Okay. You've always accused me of being self-inflictive on bets one and good news, etc. <clears throat> this would be one of them. But uh, I had the Arizona Cardinals on Monday night in what I dubbed the Rest Bowl. Yes. No teams had ever come off more rest midseason. Arizona, 15 days. New England, 12 days. And the second Kyler went down and Colt came in, I actually felt better. What? About my bet. Yes. Jeff. That was the end of the bet. This This is a lining to what you said and what may be your greatest take 
in our 138 episodes. Thank you, Huck Media. Thank you to all the listeners, subscribers. Steal your phone season. We're about that life. When you said $200 million and third string quarterback, the line is razor thin. None of that flooded to my head more than the half gram that I finished walking in from the cold when Colt McCoy, by God, was leading him down the field. <laughs> and I said to myself, man, if you pulled out one of these guns that he's always talking about, who am I going to take, man? You know, my rep in the sixth grade is on the line and the recess lunchtime. I'm taking Colt, man. And he's getting paid like 1.7. Inflation accounted for. My apologies. And here you got $263 million in the bank one year early for what is commonly referred to as a chipmunk. <laughs> hey, so, look. Jeff, one of those bets was that. So so wait a minute. You you bet on the you bet on the Cardinals and then you were up. You you were you I were somewhat did. happy when Colt McCoy came in. Let me tell you yes. something. That's when the bet ended. Uh <laughs> And when they were winning, that might have been a good cash show. You got a backup quarterback beating the Patriots on Monday Night Football for a playoff spot. That's that might have been the cash out spot. Uh, I had yeah, two of my picks. I had the starting quarterback go down in the first quarter, and and then hearing people say like, "Oh man, the Ravens were a lock," or like, "Oh, the the Pats were a lock." Look, man, they might have been. Sure, Pats, not Ravens. Pats. Either one. When your starting quarterback goes down in the second play or, you know, third play of the game, that changes the handicap of the game. Even if you end up being right, it changes it. It's like when when Morocco and France play each other today, like, you know, if, if France gets two red cards and Morocco wins, you're not allowed to just walk around and start saying Morocco is a lock, bro. <laughs> like, did you predict the red cards? Like, you know what I mean? Did you predict the quarterback injury? Unless, unless you, you know, let's say the Cardinals won, and in your case, you were basically hoping that, that, that Kyler Murray was kind of hobbling around on one knee, and the Colt comes in because, in your mind, with a gun to your head, you would rather have your flow, your gold, your checkles with Colt McCoy rather than Kyler Murray. This is why we use the gun to your head uh, metaphor here on this show. We use it a lot. It kind of cuts through the bullshit. You, know, you can say whatever you want. We got to put your money where your mouth is, or at least admit with a gun to your head to save your life. What decision would you make? And then we come on episode 139 and see if anyone's still alive. <laughs> so very excited and very cautious for now a chopped up flex filled schedule here. News Jeff Monday night wants in on the flex party. They're getting, they're getting what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Of course they are because you know what? It doesn't matter anymore. I'm telling you, it's like Ari Gold. It doesn't matter what a movie costs. It only costs what it makes. Or only matter what it makes. And more eyeballs is more. And it seems to be everybody's down with this. Well, they're, they're paying $100 million for four careful. guys to, to announce the games on two yeah. separate channels. But, yo, this could be a backfire, man. Monday Night Football is a different night of the week. The bills this week, you had people with hotels and flights booked for Saturday. Okay. They know the risk. The flex has been in the Sunday, blah, blah, blah. Right. Now they're flexing into a storm. How about that on your 14 day radar? Okay. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> it's too much. It's too much. Now you're going to get games on Sunday flexed into Monday. Christmas yep. presents, 
hotels, flights, tours, heaven forbid my alter ego is affected in this way somehow. I am telling you, this is bad business, okay? You're changing people's lives for greed. Okay. Like that's, like one si- that's one side of the coin, which definitely people could agree with. Um, I'm not sure how Huck feels about this, but yes, there's some travel plans for ticketers, like people who are going to go to the game that need to be changed. However, for the, the other... The, 98% of the people that are, 95% of the people that are watching Monday night football aren't there. And instead of getting, you know, Texans, hey, hey. Hey, instead of getting like Texans Cardinals, you know, we're going to get a good game from Monday night football. Jeff, Jeff, you're a performer. Yes. Okay, real talk here. You're never bigger than the room that you're in. And as still grown men in a stadium doing shit, like there needs to be a flex limit. You know, on December 1st, they flex all four of the games that they can, you know, give some people a chance like this bill stuff is ridiculous. OK, we're Mike fighting for the little guy. All right. I'm fighting I'm for fighting, the. I'm fighting for fans that alter their lives to go attend these events. At the yeah. holiday times when they get some time off. I hear you, man. If, and if this was Oprah, you'd be getting a fucking massive applause right now. Yeah, all right? This, I hope so. But there's a whole bunch of people who are really fired up that Monday Night Football is going to get even better. <laughs> Doesn't this show, this show proves nobody cares more? You got the holiday helpers. You got Storyteller. You got out Openly and Update and Stamp. Man, we got some good people behind this show. Yep. Super excited. Hey, I. you know what? We're Mike fighting for the little guy. All right. I don't know who's on that naughty or nice list, but I bet he wrote it with someone else's pen. <laughs> I sure did. I don't think I've ever I bought like a free pen. Pens. I don't think I like I've free- ever bought a pen. No, me neither. I, I really buy t-shirts. Team LTD has been hooking me up for like, what, like nine years. <laughs> Throw in some flyboard stuff. I'm like my dad with Western Digital. My mom's like, Charlie, Western Digital is not a brand of clothing. It's a hard drive. You have 65 pieces of clothing with Western Digital on it. He's like, yeah, the price was amazing. <laughs> and like, I used to make fun of him when I was like 14. Now I like absolutely understand and like respect that shit. So, so that flex ends with the bills, right? I'll end yep. the rant there. Big game Saturday night. It actually works out for the bills. Now squish the fish in the snow. Talk seven, seven feet of snow, inches. seven feet possibly. Inches, inches, seven, eight, okay, inches. seven inches. All right, which is which is a lot of friggin' snow. Yeah, it's still a lot of snow. That could be an so, issue for my fantasy that, team. Yes. Ooh, good point. So we're in the fantasy playoffs now, and if you have any players playing in that snow game, tough call. I'm in the same boat. I got Raheem Mostert, and does he get more play because wow. two is not going to throw it? Like, are they just going to run the ball? I got a lot of bills. Okay. <laughs> I think it's. Um, I think it lends itself more to a questionable Tyreek. That's really the only thing I'm talking about here. Like this guy was clearly hobbled and, you know, God bless the chargers. We're kind of picking at him like a bit of a wrestler. Like they were chipping at his ankle all match. Like when every time he got a little steam, they just kind of step on his leg and take control of the match. And, you know, cheetahs don't run wild in the snow. Dolphins. You know, I, although, you know, I don't like it. I'm I'm loving, I'm loving the Bills. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Bills smoke them. Go, yeah, I think they smoke them. 
As yeah, far as sure. as far as Huck's fantasy team, I don't know what Bill is going to actually have a great day. I bet Josh Allen has a great day. Other than that, I have no idea. Could be a big James Cook day. Um, yeah, not a good day for passing yards. Nah, probably not. Maybe it depends if it's like it depends if it's windy. If there's snow on the ground, that actually like I remember Tom Brady had a snow game where it wasn't actually like windy. And Randy Moss, they only cover Randy Moss that day. He caught like three touchdowns and yeah, 250 yards. That's right. It was. And they were wearing those third jerseys. All right. I'm getting a weather update for everybody. Okay. Here we go. Talk about it. Live in action. Weather. Is it windy? Because I'm loving defensive score in that game. Saturday night. No wind. 12k yeah so there you go might not be as bad it's too good i have this written down on my sheet because i don't i there's a lot of stuff like I, I i'm a pretty cocky uh handicapper as far as like whether someone's like good or not you know you can kind of tell or like hey how high is this guy's ceiling i don't know what to him man chargers was the only game i got right last week like really right very sharp on that side of the ball and Tua looked well, awful like that game shouldn't have even been close. We're talking about a fumble return for a touchdown on third down. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with two. It's a very weird couple game stretch there. Um, no, no, hey, uh, two crazy scheduling raw dog for the Dolphins in the middle of a three game holiday road trip. They get flexed into Sunday night at the Chargers, and then they get flexed into a snow bomb. On Saturday night in Orchard Park, it's gonna feel like Mars, okay? At eight, at nine forty-five, okay? That's gonna be a desolate place, and that's a three-game road trip. That's tough sled, man. No Tyree Kill last time they played this game, obviously, but I think the last two times the Bills have played the Dolphins in Buffalo, it's been just a mess, like thirty nothing, thirty, like just you know. Heavy bills should be fun. Plus, regardless of whether what you think about snow games and flexing or not, I love watching snow games on TV. I just love watching weird weather stuff. I love how weather still affects sports because so much of the world has just blocked weather out. You know what I mean? Downtown Toronto's got a, a whole an entire mall underground. Like you, you can go from your work to your apartment to you know to do all your groceries, all your errands and stuff, and never see the light of day. With the underground mall, a lot of cities have that. I like how weather affects sports, and I think it's one of my favorite things about it. I like how in my job and uh, with water sports events and and big athletic events and stuff like this, the weather plays a role. It's exciting. It's like you're still a bit of an explorer. And like, regardless of what the person on TV says, like they're they're sixty percent wrong. Like the best bet is usually just to fucking look and feel. <laughs> Check the radar. Anyway, all right. Enough about the Dolphins Bills. I'm I'm betting on a big Bills win. It won't make my list uh, just because snow games are fucking weird. But I'm betting the Bills win. Uh, it'll be on a parlay, like I talked about last week. Perfect example. Bills seven and a half, and you want to get that you want to get that money line down to something manageable. Um, you know, like rather than putting the, like the Dallas Cowboys or something on, on your on your parlay or money line last week against the Texans because that. Could probably almost burned you. You could have taken Tony Pollard to get 45 yards rushing or, you know, CeeDee Lamb to get 50 yards receiving, 40 yards receiving, and the Cowboys to win. 
throwing a Michael Gallup two receptions or something, and you can get that right down to an even money line. I, I would like that with the Bills this week. Take the Bills, throw in Josh Allen rushing yards, and like, yeah, that's it. You get the Bills at like minus one sixty instead of like whatever they are at now. All right. Um, that's enough about that. The Lions. How about the Detroit Lions? Uh, we, you know, we live in the southwestern Ontario area, and the Lions have always been the ugly stepsister to the Buffalo Bills as far as where your fandom goes as a GTA Canadian. Hey, hey and high quality analogy, high quality analogy. You know, and like, and and you, you've always, you're always sort of cheering for the Lions if you're a southwestern Ontarian. You know. Like they, you watch them get smashed by Favre and Rogers for two decades, and they never really can seem to beat the Vikings. Occasionally, they get a good game against the Bears. Occasionally, anyway, uh, it's nice to see them like doing well and like with a high ceiling. With like, yo, this team could actually do some stuff, and not just this year. It's not like they got like Rich Gannon out of the booth for like one year at quarterback. Like Jared Goff's playing good quarterback. They could be good for a couple of years here. Shout out to the Lions and any actual Lions fans who exist uh, that aren't like just living in Detroit. I know they are. And uh, I got them this week. I like with Mike White coming off his broken ribs and he's still expected to start. I don't like betting on quarterbacks in the cold with broken ribs. I don't. They're going to play differently. I don't think we're going to get prime Mike White. In that Lions game. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that Zach Wilson, the MILF hunter, has been promoted to backup. Saw that. Officially. So we are one hit away from somebody who desperately wants their job back. It is an interesting thing. I would almost rather Mike White stay in there with his broken ribs than like a kind yeah. of a, a desperate. You, you, you're reading my mind. I want broken rib Mike White. Who like maybe around the late third quarter looks at his coach after getting like hit on a on a bad third and one throw, and like looks at his coach and almost admits like, yeah, like you know if I was a regular starter like I, I wouldn't have played today, but like this is my entire career like right now, so I'm playing. Um, I mentioned in the intro one of the bad bets. Um, one of them was the Vegas Raiders hoping that. It was going to be John Walford way back on Thursday night and not Baker in some heroic Hollywood Quentin Tarantino stunt double save the <laughs> script moment, right? Um, they pegged and, Shia LaBeouf for the movie already. Yeah, I, I, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted um, Walford. Like that's who I wanted. Like you want White. I want White. Situation, yep. right? Yep. Well, we all saw what happened on Thursday with Baker. God bless his soul. And now he's on Monday Night Football, which we've alluded to. They probably would have flexed themselves out of this game. How about a fuck flex on the hashtag? Imagine two weeks ago, they would go ahead and decide to flex out of this game. Anyway, the list goes on and on about the, the reason to flex, but... <laughs> I've been saying all year that Aaron Rodgers is Ric Flair, okay? And yep. now you got Baker Mayfield rolling into town. I'm telling you, Roger Goodell, a.k.a. Vince McMahon, needs to jump in here and make this a retirement match. Losers out. Hand in your jersey. 
Call it in. You want fucking ratings? You want a fucking spike, Huckster? Get your fucking seismologer there, whatever you measure the ratings with, okay? And you watch this thing balloon to 200 million, okay? You got all that map coverage? Imagine. Imagine. I'd watch that. Shout out Macho Man Randy Savage and Ultimate Warrior with the uh, the retirement match in World WrestleMania 7, which actually stole the show. Turns out wrestling's not real, and Macho Man lost and continued to have a 15-year career. <laughs> Took about two months off for an injury. Uh, speaking of unretiring from WWE, just while we're on the subject, I read this at CNN like yesterday. Vince McMahon wants back in. Claims he got some bad advice from people around him with the sexual, uh, sure. what, whatever you know he did with his uh, assistants and former female wrestlers and paid them off and whatnot. I'm not here to say yes or no to any of that. Didn't read into it. I uh, just assumed he was gone. But uh, he claims that he got some bad advice and this stuff would have all blown over. It was like a month ago. <laughs> and he's like, I'm coming back. Yeah. And I just think I don't even think it's the business. I think it's being on TV for 30 years. The guy's been a star of Monday night television and that just, you can't just go like go knit. You can't just go like retire on a beach. It, that juice. I've been, I'm, I know I still get adrenaline around eight o'clock Hawk from our China shows around eight o'clock every night. I'm just thinking like, man, I could be just waiting for that volcano to, to pop and go into the crowd at night in China and like for 15 minutes, just literally have an out of body experience, 70 feet in the air. And that adrenaline still sticks with me and it's become a part of my person. And it's hard to kind of put away, which makes me want to do exciting stuff still at a very, at, you know, getting to be an older age. Vince McMahon's older than me, but he's been doing it way longer for much bigger audiences. And I think he's addicted to this shit. Of course and I get it. He is. Of course he is. I've alluded to it already twice on this show, Jeff. We're, Performers on a small level, right? Live theater on wheels, absolutely. Live theater in the water, you know, you're addicted to. I, you get addicted to it. So, no, it's it's more than it's. Uh, it's like three or four news cycles. So, like that's how these guys measure time. Yeah. So you know. Well, and then Donald Trump came around and just just fast forwarded the whole thing, like. Yes. As in, like, it used to be able to, hey, either go go dark for eight months, you know, and then come back and say you like you found God for a bit. And everything will be okay, you know? Now, now Donald Trump's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to make a crazy announcement tomorrow and everyone will forget about this. <laughs> tomorrow. Anyway. Um, yeah. That's, so you know, got, one, of the, one of the... Good, what, what, you got just, Baker you know, Macho or you got Aaron Rick? I got Macho, man, bro. So there... Whoa. The, I was disappointed that with myself. I preach, I preach live betting underdogs all the time. And I often do. I try to do almost every game that I believe in. I was upset because my best bet of the week, I just didn't put enough money on. Baker Mayfield, live bet him when, he was, when they were down 13 points. But I was like, Jeff, you're obsessed with Baker Mayfield and this like second or third chance. As in like I was doubting my own my own systems. And anyway, so something that would have been, it was paying like 1400, but I put five bucks on it. I would have loved to put my normal, you know, just more of a normal unit, but what are you going to do? Uh, the prop of the day missed by five yards. Mike Ooh. Evans, uh, who basically just was on the wrong page with Tom Brady for an entire 
for the entire first three quarters, got some garbage time yards, which won a same game parlay for me. Cause again, you could take these receivers at their bottom level yards, like 30 yards for Mike Evans, uh, stuff like that. He also, he caught a pass for five yards and then like lateral or threw it. I don't know. I stopped watching cause it was 35 fucking seven, but, uh, we almost won that prop of the day. We are 18 and nine and we'll keep rolling. Uh, big shout out to Hughes holiday helpers. Brought to you by our podcast here. We've raised over $1,200 for Holiday Helpers, the program to help uh, families in the greater Toronto area uh, who struggle a bit and they need some help. So Holiday Helpers helps them get a Christmas tree, presents, and a nice big meal for the holidays and makes them feel a little bit normal around Christmas, which is super nice. So if you're having a great gambling week, go to Hughes Holiday Helpers. I'll post it on the Instagram and uh, or it's just find it on on GoFundMe or just Google search Hughes Holiday Helpers. And uh, yeah, throw down some shekels to a good cause. Gambling does not have to be selfish. It's team sport. Let's fucking win and give mm. back, baby. Team sport. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I man. Got, uh, so shout out to FanDuel, by the way, who gave the big refund. And I believe the Barstool mm. Sportsbook did this too. Any Kyler Murray prop uh, was refunded. Because he got in his second play of the game, he got injured. Apparently, Mike thought that was good for the Cardinals. But regardless, uh, all bets or if you had a same game parlay and Kyler Murray, uh, Kyler Murray's stat was the only thing that lost, they refunded you. It's funny. I didn't have any Kyler Murray stuff. I needed Devontae Parker to get one more yard. I had him at 25 yards for the game. One pass in the first quarter, 24 yards. No mention of a refund for that one. And that's the way she goes. <clears throat> that's, um, I got one other thing. Um, the flex isn't the only thing uh, picking on my brain here. What's I'm that? seeing a lot. It happened with the touchdowns now. Running backs getting pushed in over the goal line, bear their offensive linemen. Yeah, they, but they're pulling them now. Like you never used to be able to pull, like there used to be a flag. It, 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 it's a tilted scale. You can't just have this because they never know when a play is done. That's how injuries are going to pile up. I think I saw a little bit of that on Monday. I don't know if that was just the rest or whatever, but it is not a good trend. I, I know it's creating yards and points. And I agree with you, Mike. Mantra, right? I agree with you. It's, it's not rugby. It's not meant to be rugby. No. And even though it hasn't happened yet, I keep thinking like, like this is a, like you got like Tony Pollard under this pile of enormous gorilla men, and like his legs might be being held by someone. And then you got like eight hundred pounds of human trying to push him one way, eight hundred pounds of human trying to push him the other way. It's, I, I, I feel like like a, literally a body's gonna gonna rip in half, and we're gonna see one of the worst injuries of all time. I agree. It's not rugby. They this this rule change they made last year where you're allowed to push now. They're gonna backtrack it a bit next year. They have to. It's getting. It's gotten out of hand. And I actually agree with you here. Yeah, you shouldn't. When you say actually agree, like, you know, we should stop the press. And like, <laughs> you know, rent out a quarter page in the Toronto. Well, Star. I mean, you you want you, you were you were pretty sure that like Chargers fans in Los Angeles were gonna hang the coach. Like, you know, like I can't go all the way with you all the time. Public hanging doesn't yeah. mean that, but. <laughs> You know, it's what public. I, I do think the headbutt's coming. He he won some chalk with that big primetime win, but the Dolphins laid down. So 
I wonder if you're going to ride the Chargers. Now everybody's blowing this kid, so how's he going to respond? I have definitely been looking at it. I meant to talk to our Titans beat reporter, Huck Daddy. What do you think about the Titans this week after their loss to the Jags last week heading into L.A. to play the Chargers? Minus, sorry, plus three underdogs at the L.A. Chargers. They had a tough one last week. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think about the Chargers. I feel like the Chargers are even a more sporadic team than the Titans are. So you never know, really know what team you're going to get. It's a weird spread. I feel like the Titans, that AJ Brown thing really like just slapped them in the face this season. And like, they seem to kind of dealt with it in house. Like, all right, horrible decision. We just traded Terrell Owens. Let's fire the GM. And let's look, we kind of like, they go in and they, they just say to everybody in the meeting room, like, all right, if you looks like you're going to be a Hall of Famer from now on, the Tennessee Titans aren't going to trade you to save three million dollars in a second round pick. But Trevor Lawrence came in there and and that fumble. Anyway, it's an interesting game. I do have it on my list. I don't think I don't, Huck. I don't think you like where I'm going with it. However, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'll be on the sharp side for this one. Getting the Chargers at minus three over the Titans. I think I'll be on the square side, but we'll see. Uh, or or maybe it, maybe the Vegas is begging people to take the division leading Titans at plus three. And maybe I'm, I don't know. I don't really care. It's just whoever wins. That's the sharp side. You got a rare home game. So I'm, I'm all over this, this chargers half home crowd. It's become <laughs> a travel socioeconomical issue. It is fascinating. Who's filling SoFi during charger home games. What fan bases come? What don't it was all Vegas on the yep. Thursday night as predicted. And they should have got paid off. And now you got this week. Guess, yeah, we've been in Nashville, right? And guess where Nashville people hate? They hate L.A. They, a lot of them came out of L.A. and they they want the different scene. Or they never went to L.A. because they don't like that scene. So you're not going to get a rush of Titans at the holidays flushing to SoFi. Plus the hype of Herbert now, this MVP and, you know, home win and blah, blah, blah. So you actually might get a little bit of a lightning bolt home team, you know, 70% God bless them. Charger fans. There won't be as much of an invasion as, as Titans fans. Well, I mean, there was a lot of dolphin fans there, right? They're everywhere. Yeah. You got to think though, they're not in division with any LA team. So this is still a special treat for them to be able to go to SoFi. If you know, it's a good excuse to go to California. If you happen to want to go as a Titans fan, uh, either way, we will Less see them than you think. Probably, uh, just a couple of quick notes just before we go into our picks here. I've just noticed that there's a couple teams missing some coaches that we probably should have given a little more credence to before the season. The Bills, even in those first five, six games where they were really looking like the number one Super Bowl contender, I'm not saying they aren't now, but in the last five, I think we've realized that they do miss Brian Dable. Our receivers were a lot more wide open last year, and that's scheme. And, you know, Ken O'Brien's been a solid replacement. He looks, Josh likes him, and he's from the Dable tree, so they're using the same system. But I think we got to rec- remember when the number one offense, uh, loses their offensive coordinator, they're not going to be the same offense. Uh, Speaking of number one offenses, Tom Brady led the league last year in yards and touchdowns. He's nowhere close to that this year. And I think 
Tom misses Bruce Arians. We don't know what happened behind the scenes. It's a very weird situation that we'll probably never know really what's going on. But Bruce Arians, the risk it for the biscuit bucks don't seem to be the risk it for the biscuit bucks anymore. And I, I'm not really sure what they're doing on offense. I still like my futures bets because they're still going to host a playoff game, I think. But uh, I think they miss Bruce Arians. And the Pats miss McDaniels. So whenever we're losing offensive coordinators uh, or head coaches who are great offensive minds, we got to give a little more credence to that and bet accordingly. Just a thought. Wrote that down. Okay, Mike, you're going to go first. You were one and one last week. You won with, just remind everybody, you won with? I won with the Bengals. And you lost with? The Titans. Borzanotetane. I, uh, before I give you the pick there, Jeff, I think this show and Huckster, we need to put Forza Titane to bed. It's over. It's now three in a row. Loss. Hey, we're still talking about it, Ding, but that era of the Titans march is now over. Okay? They don't want it. It's not working. They got a tough game this week. God bless if the Colts upset the Vikings on Saturday. How about that local Saturday 1 p.m. kickoff? Colts Vikings. Okay. If the Colts win that, they're right back in. Now the Jags got a little pep in their step. This South is back up for grabs with this loss potentially at SoFi as underdogs. So I, I agree. On his bed. I agree. We could put it to bed if Hawk agrees. However, I just want to point out that it was really fun to say for a long time. And yes. Makes me sad that we're not going to say it anymore. Okay, no we problem. We had a good you run. Good run. Barza. Weird pick on deck. I'm going to swap it. Last second swap, not the pick where the money goes. This is a game we haven't talked about, and it's flying a bit under the radar, Hugh. I went one and one last week, 16, 14, and two this week. We will be smashing. On the New Orleans Saints, a.k.a. Pulp Whistleblowers, a.k.a. Whistleheads, a.k.a. Who Day, Who Dat. Minus four. Do you know why, Jeff? Uh, I believe they got the extra point because the rookie Desmond, is, Desmond Ritter is starting a quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. Thank you, Jeff. The Desmond Ritter era is underway on short notice in the Superdome. Versus team who miraculously is still in it. Very much so. When they walked off the field at Tampa Bay two Monday nights ago, when they gave up that lead to Tom Brady, much like Baker did, the difference was the Rams season was is done because the Niners are about to clinch. Tampa Bay's underdog this week to the Bengals and most likely is going to lose. You have the Saints who have been written off. Nobody's thought about This is the news cycle of the NFL. Nobody has mentioned this. This is a tough spot for the kid. New Orleans D is legendary. They played three bad minutes against Tommy Boy. True. I think it's a short price. I hope they start Jameis Winston. I don't know what's going on in that locker room, but it's a short price versus a division rival, and I'm going to take it. And we're going to take the Buffalo Bills, Jeffrey, with a – Christmas sprinkle, like it looks like the good Lord will be giving the good people of Orchard Park on Saturday night. Of snow, of cash, minus seven and a half. I will not take the outline. 
I think eight is really 10 is really 11 in a snow game. The Dolphins got fucked on this flex, man. Weekend, day early, three-day, three-game road trip, cheated down. Waddle's having some kind of sophomore slump here, whatever they call it, in the second year. I get it. It's a snow bomb, and it's just going to be the Bills handling their business. By the way, also already lost to the Dolphins. Need it, want it, want to keep pace. This is finally a spot where they can exercise their home advantage versus a team which is not putting its best foot forward, let's be honest, this week. And a snow bomb, word of the day, everybody, snow bomb. You get one on tour, you're going to start getting one every episode. Snow bomb, all right, minus seven and a half. Stay tuned on Insta. I may swap the smash and the sprinkle, but these are the two I'm getting behind. Saints, Bills, real defense, real home field. Just repeat the numbers. Is it Saints three and a half or four? I got minus four. Okay, Saints four and the Bills at? Minus seven and a half. All right. I got I got a Tua, I got a Tua and a Dolphin lay down and regroup. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. I just I just feel like the like it's such not Miami weather. Like they had I know this is kind of like a you know, well known thing. They had heaters. For their charger for the charger game because in LA it was a little cool for them. Yeah, All it right? was a fifty-five degrees. I did watch that. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, Welcome to Buffalo, Tua. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> I think it's gonna be like five. I think they call it five thirty-three. Right, Fahrenheit. Five six Fahrenheit. The only thing, the only thing I'm worried about is Mike McDaniel, the running game guru. If he just pulls some sort of crazy, like Tyreek Hill could have eight, eight. Like running back touches, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that is the cheated down. This is him playing. Yeah, yeah. Either two way, two or three plays. I like the Bills. I, I like the Saints. I like the Saints. Uh, even though I'm a big, I'm a Desiree Ritter fan. I like the way he plays football from the Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, however, as you said, Saints defense is for real. A couple bad minutes against the Bucks. Uh, a couple bad minutes against the Vikings. Like they've literally played some great games and lost with this defense because. You know, Andy Dalton's not exactly putting up 25 the points Niners a game. game. The Niners game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Saints. Good defense. Also, the Superdome. Not exactly ideal for a roaring Superdome. One of the loudest places in sports. Uh, tough spot for a rookie. So, we'll see. But uh, I like the Saints as well, and you will hear about that in a minute. Okay. Uh, cue the Obi Trice. You. All right, folks, I got six points spread picks for you here. Uh, one and five last week. Awful. 35, 39, and four for the season. Again, this is our sixth year of Look Who's Talking, and I've never finished below 50%. Picking around 59% for the career here on point spread. Did a bunch of numbers the other day. 59%. Giddy up. So we'll get right back on track. Uh, let's go. Okay, our gold pick. I am taking the New York Giants plus four and a half on Sunday night football. Uh, the four and a half points is what's getting me here. This is the number. These two teams are even. All right? Literally even. Uh, so you're telling me if the game was in New York, uh, it, I'm getting I'm getting the Giants by one? That's the way this sort of home field works with handicapping. 
I like the Giants realizing this is an absolute must-win game. They play a careful game. So there's a bend not break defense. Uh they're just they're gonna just try to not turn the ball over, and I like that as far as keeping this game within three. So I just feel like Brian Dable I can trust. And I, I just feel like the Giants game plan is gonna be to keep this game close, win in the fourth quarter. And uh yeah, Taylor Heineke's not a guy I like to cover big spreads yet. Love him as an underdog. He's like the, the white Teddy Bridgewater. Love him as an underdog. Not a huge big favorite for Taylor Heineke yet. All right. So we're going to take the Giants at plus four and a half in what is some, somewhat becoming a playoff game for these NFC East teams. If the playoffs ended today, started today, all the NFC East would be in. Isn't that crazy? All right. I'll take the Giants plus four and a half. Silver pick. I'm taking the LA Chargers minus three. Uh, in the game we talked about with uh, the Titans coming to town to play LA. I just don't, I think the Chargers are finding their groove a little bit at the right time. We got Mike Williams back on offense, who looks great. Uh, We got Keenan Allen back on offense. We got Jordan Palmer. We got three solid receivers. Bowen Everett at tight end. And I just, I'm seeing a healthy Chargers offense now. Uh, I don't think the Titans defense is sort of ready to stop them. Three points I'll take. I think you line up these two teams on a neutral field right now. I think uh, I still take the Chargers by two and a half. Take the extra half point at home. Chargers by three on their way to an attempted playoff run in the wild card here. And again, a healthy Herbert at home by three. I'm going to take that a lot. Okay, uh, my bronze pick. I'm taking the Detroit Lions plus one facing Mike White and the Jets with broken ribs uh, or at least busted up ribs. Not x-rays came back negative, but he did not look super healthy. I don't think he'll be standing in that pocket as long as he did for the past few weeks. Again, if Zach Wilson, the mill punter, comes in, I don't actually love that. I, I think that'd be sort of good for the Jets, but the Lions are roaring right now. Great locker room. Good vibes. Looks like they're going to keep golf around. And when you get that, when you know who your quarterback is for the next three years, that changes that dynamic of the locker room. You're not on some rental quarterback where it's like, whoa, this is this is it. And if we don't make the playoffs this year, like we're going back to some rookie. Like it's a good feeling that Lions locker room. They're also scoring a shit ton of points everywhere, every game. So I like teams that need to be outscored to be beat. Lions are scoring touchdowns. I know Sauce Gardner will be doing a better job on Amon Ross St. Brown, but my man DJ Chark and these catching uh, running backs out of the Lions backfield, and Jared Goff's always been good at the screen pass. Too good at it. Too good, too good at the screen pass almost. So uh, I just don't like these Jets offense to keep up. So I'll take the Lions. Plus one, sure. Just keep away from Sauce Gardner. Lions win this game 23-20. All right. Uh, number four, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns minus three. The healthy Cleveland Browns, minus three at home versus what I believe will still be Huntley for the Ravens. That's what this line's telling me. There's no way Cleveland's getting minus three at home versus Lamar. So Vegas seems to think Lamar's not going to play again. And I'll I'll double down on that. So I'll take Cleveland minus three uh, at home versus the Ravens. With Again, Deshaun Watson slowly going to figure out how to play quarterback again. Looks like he can still run the ball. Little, you know, he's missing a bit of his touch, but he's still better than Tyrone Huntley. Throwing that running game and Miles Garrett, let's go. Cleveland gets a win that they haven't had in a few weeks. Uh, and I am taking the LA Rams with Baker Mayfield, aka Macho Man Baker Mayfield, plus seven points against the Packers on Monday Night Football. I just don't like the Packers to be seven point favorites over pretty much anybody right now. Uh, so they're going to get a couple of big plays out of Watson. 
and whatnot, a couple touchdowns, but uh, uh, Packers win this game but by like three or four. Baker gets picked uh, on like the last drive of the game when it looks like he could do it again. He gets picked, you know, back to sort of same old, same old Baker, but he puts up a good performance and covers that spread because Baker Mayfield will fight for your spread. He's a former number one pick. He's got a career to save. He'll fight for your spread. It could be fucking 35-7. Baker Mayfield's still going to be throwing downfield. Um, oh, yeah, my last pick. I agree with Mike. I'm taking the New Orleans Saints. Minus four. It was three and a half an hour ago. That spread's going up, so people like what you're doing, Mike. Uh, but, yeah, so I'll take the Saints at four. I think Desmond Ritter plays a good game, but he's going up against a tough defense at the wrong time of the year with the Saints coming off their bye week. Have some belief. Oh, my God, this horrible division is still open to win, and we got to beat a Cincinnati Bearcat quarterback making his first NFL start against the worst team in our division. Sure. Let's go. Um, again, I'm with him. I wish they would state start start Jameis, but you know they watch practice. We don't. So, I think Alvin Kamara and this defense get the job done. Four points. Sure, I would love it at three, but I'll take it at four. That's my six picks. We got the New York Giants gold pick. The LA Chargers minus three. Um, the Detroit Lions plus one. The Cleveland Browns minus three. The LA Rams plus seven on Monday Night Football at Lambeau. And the New Orleans Saints, minus four at the Super Bowl. Giddy up. Yo! Hey, oh. I like, uh, you know, I almost, I faded you a bit last week, Jeff. The first time That's ever. Okay. First time ever. And, uh, and I almost didn't want, yeah, first time ever. But we've been doing this show for six years. Like, yeah, but you can fade, you know, you don't like what I'm saying. You can fade it. Yeah, no, no. Like, this was like, yo, I'm going to fade this motherfucker. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, I don't like his pick. It was just like, nah, (laughs) nah. anyway. And then you, and then you bet on the Cardinals. Yeah. So (laughs) I felt bad. That's, that's where it started. So look at that. As I identified a big betting air gamble void, whatever you want to call it in my life strategy about it. So I think I'll be better for it moving forward. Hey, look, we, you, you could do whatever you want. Like, uh, and the people want to know too. No, what, no, what do you no. actually think? Look, your anti Brady talk three years ago made me a lot of money because I'm like, though, there's a lot of people thinking like, and like, like Angeletti right now, which is why I'm getting Brady at a great price versus, you know, the, the fucking Chargers or whatever. Anyway, that's okay. Which ones do you like? Which ones don't you like this week? I, um, I do think Deshaun is due. Yeah. For a better game. Uh, I really do. But uh, I don't think you should be favored. I, I like the money line. Like I said, I'm, I'm moving away from big spread bets. I like the Cleveland money line for whatever reason. Just Deshaun getting his due. And and, and Baltimore, let's be face. You know, they go two and one with their backup. How about that, eh? Look at that. Let's, let's go home, everybody. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what they did. that's why I like them. As an organization, they can they can sit back and identify and realize that that they they don't have to put all their nuts in and this ugly game that's going to be at Cleveland. Sure, if they win it, they do it. And, you know, but they're so, fighting like this is this is the Baltimore is like fighting for a playoff spot. AFC's packed like they got to win this hey, division or it's not for sure. Here, here's your here's your kicker nugget for the week and why I don't like that spread as opposed to the money line. Hmm. Cleveland kicker is becoming a bit of a freaking diva, man. This guy's a rookie demanding to be put in there. I saw three that. times in a game where they're probably going to lose anyway. 
Like nobody really thought they were going to beat the cover. They could have got back door. It was zero zero. I was kind of on the Browns. Uh, it's at least like I boxed it on the pools ticket I made with McElhaney. I'm like, dude, it, it was zero zero. Like looking at halftime. Also, the Browns were about to score to go up. They put it's fourth and one. They put in Jacoby Brissett for one play, which yeah, awful. and then they like you, you think it's going to be the Jacoby. They they just outsmarted themselves. It's going to be that Jacoby Brissett QB sneak. And then they're like, oh, the Bengals are going to think this too. They play action it. And then Jacob Brissett's first pass of the game's awful. Just awful. Freezing cold. Yeah. What are you doing? Just get the first down. Put Deshaun back in. The first time the kicker made a fuss. Anyway, bottom line. Yep. As a former rookie kicker, you got about this much pull in that rocker room. I don't care how many kicks you've made. By the way, he's missed some kicks. So it's not like he's got everybody in the room. On his side, like he's some, you know, prodigy. So rookie kicker, weird weather, missed extra points, stubborn. We're not going to go for it to make you more angry. Like that's what kind of messed up franchise the Browns are. So a little in-depth on one of the Hugh picks. Obviously, I like, we think Forza Titane is done. The four and a half hook. On the flexed game, the Giants commanders that was flexed in. Yeah, that's too many points for the for Washington. But it was a tie at the Giants. This is the Redskins next game off that tie. They did not play last week. So extremely rare for a team to play each other twice. It's very weird. Yeah. Advantage Redskin, big time. Commanders. Commanders. Uh commanders, former <laughs> football team. Uh, love that D line. Shout out all the D linemen out there. You know who D line doesn't like? Rookie kickers. I'll tell you that right now for free. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you that right now for free. You had your in sync moment. I got chucked into a garbage pile by a bunch <laughs> of D line as a rookie kicker. So there's some Hugh picks analysis. Um, talk about it. I'm gonna stay away from that Jets Lions game because I think I mentioned earlier one hit away. Zach Wilson, weird kid, weird motivation. Detroit, everybody, everybody, everybody gobbling up that Motor City lube. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, everybody's on it. Here I know, I know, it. I know, I know. I, I feel like the Jets are getting a little, like just a little too much credit with with a banged up quarterback. That's it. Yes. The, 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 I'm not a Jets guy. Banged up backup just, quarterback. Uh, <laughs> I'm just an anti everybody gobble your knob guy because. When everybody's gobbling, you blow the load, and then the next week you don't come out with that edge. Hawk's laughing. He's digging up a tile now. You can't put blow and load. You already put it a couple episodes ago. So many, a lot of loads <laughs> blowing on this show in 138 episodes. All right, a couple of games we didn't talk about. Just like you know, sort of one sentence gut instinct. Uh, Eagles Bears. Eagles eight and a half. I think uh, I don't think Justin Fields plays or is that his mental and full capacity Eagles role. Yeah. I, it was, if it was six, I would have taken it eight and a half on the road in Chicago after like a couple of big wins, they've clinched the playoffs. They've clinched almost everything. I just feel like they might be due for a letdown. I'm, I'm not taking the bears, but I stayed away. Here's two teams that you love Hugh. I'll give you one back. Patriots Raiders pick them back to back desert games for the Patriots. I've always been a, home field quirk kind of guy elevation sea level snow wind we talked about this week 
the desert and the arid climate can confuse the body, even the most well-trained. Here you got a short week, two desert game. What do you think of those? That's a pick them. Yes. Uh, I'll compare this. I'll compare the, the Las Vegas Raiders right now to poker. <clears throat> They've been rivered hard. Rivered hard. Like turn river flush, like flush to lose against pocket aces. They've been rivered a lot this season. And it just wears on. You can get rivered once, you go right back into a next game and play good poker. You get rivered, you get rivered like and as many times as the Raiders have been up by two touchdowns this year and still somehow lost games. One, two times you can recover. You're like, yeah, I'm playing good poker because I'm I'm winning these hands. I'm getting into these and getting into the money. Uh, and a couple of little mistakes, or you know, and then boom, you're gone. That happens five times. You don't want to play poker for a while. And I don't think the Raiders want to play football right now because they're doing everything right to win games. And then like in their mind, like a little, some bad coaching, some bad defense, uh, some erratic quarterbacking from Derek Carr and like they're losing games. So it's like they had, what are they going to go into the kitchen with the same recipe and like come up with good cookies now? I I couldn't pick the Raiders. Couldn't pick the Patriots because I still don't believe in their offense. If I was going to pick a team, it'd be the Pats, but I stayed away. You're missing the headline. What? Student takes on master. McDaniels versus Belichick. Saw that. In, in, in this particular case, Belichick's got a good, pretty good record against his, his former guys. Patricia beat him once with the Lions, like really badly, but that was kind of like a weird, just a weird one. How about the, we're talking about eyeballs and commercials and everybody gearing up. Basically the game of the day, Bengals, Bucks. Yeah. Even though we don't think it, that's that's what they got circled at four o'clock. That's America's game of the week. Yep. So I, I don't know. I don't know. The Bucks confused me. The the Niners game was such an anomaly, like 35-7, like you know, throw like Evans gets the 80-yard touchdown, weak holding call brings it back. That kind of that kind of ended the game. Um you know, so I don't know. I, I I'll be playing props on that game heavy. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm heavy on the bucks with futures. I'm heavy on the Bengals with futures. These are my two Cinderella teams meeting each other. So I just want to kind of watch them play and hope no one gets hurt and I'll take a bucks victory. But remember I told you a couple of weeks ago when the dolphins played the Niners, you always get those super bowl in season games that nobody saw coming. Yep. Is one of them Bengals bucks your two Cinderella's you got faith that one of them is going to go. I just like I like both of their chances to get to it, at least like at least past that first round. Like like I like both of their chances to get past the wild card round, and that's where I do my futures. If you can get past the wild card round, and I'm pretty confident of that, I like putting my money on you in week eleven or thirteen. Um, okay, uh, just a couple of thoughts. Like for instance, instead of taking Dallas last week as a big favorite, you could have taken Dallas with Pollard and Ceedee Lamb, whatever. Another opportunity coming up. Chiefs and Texans don't take the Chiefs money line on any parlay or any pick, but you want to take Chiefs and then throw in Isaiah Pacheco to get 30 yards rushing because they're probably going to be beating the Texans by a lot and he might get some extra rushing yards or Kelsey to get four or five catches. There you go. All right. There's a nice same game parlay for you to get the Chiefs at plus 120. Mix that with a couple other favorites, with a couple of other easy stats like Josh Allen rushing yards and the Bills to win. 
You got yourself a super ticket. Send in your super tickets to Look Who's Talking. We will repost them. Shout out to Brian Hiller, who keeps sending us our tickets. And Jake Fisney and Mike Morrison. Uh, a bunch of our other, uh, Chris McElhaney, Phil Nolan, and Dewey. And, oh, big shout out to Hearns, our boy Christian Hernandez, who is currently the leader, in the clubhouse leader for the Look Who's Talking Team LTD Bet Openly Pick 6 Contest at OfficeFootballPools.com. Um, yeah, unbelievable record. And keep going in the other pool you're in, buddy. We are all pulling for you. And hopefully we'll be in Vegas cheering it on. Uh, yeah, follow us on at, at TikTok and Instagram for uh, hopefully a fun Vegas trip coming up. Uh, we're Michael be there with some of the Look Who's Talkers, and I'm hoping to join them for at least half the time. Also, remember to give to Hughes Holiday Helpers. And a big shout out to the Canadian Concussion Center at Toronto Western Hospital. Get your head checked. And if you got family members that have had concussion issues, get them to check it out, too. It's 2022. All right, don't treat your head like an engine light. Get it fixed. We got some of the best people here in Toronto. Check it out, your concussions. Um, shout out to the big dog, Mike Mattisbacker, who messaged me saying that's where he got his head work done at Toronto Western Hospital. And uh, they did a great job. Also, for download the BetStamp app and use the code at Hughes Talking. Also, send me a DM at Hughes Talking if you want to make, if you basically want free money to gamble with. BetStamp has offered me something else. Uh, so if you want free money to gamble with, Message me on uh, DM me at Hughes Talking, or if you got me on Facebook, or whatever, shoot me a message, and I can get you set up with BetStamp to get some free betting money to use on multiple gaming sites. Giddy up! Uh, best place to bet all the point spreads we just talked about: spreads, three game parlays, and money lines and totals. Also, they now have live betting. Go to betopenly.com or follow them on bet.openly on Instagram or TikTok. It's the future of betting. It's a one percent juice. It's an exchange. Better to better. There's no bank. There's no book. And Twitter actually just talked about doing something like that, which is crazy. So Gino was really onto this stuff a couple years early. All right. That's about it for me. A uh, big shout out to Storyteller for providing our prizing for the Anytime Touchdown contest. We ran two this season. Shout out to Joey Krempa and Bray Pion, our two winners of Anytime Touchdown Survivor. That was a lot of fun. I got a wicked idea that I ran by Storyteller Adam where you're going to make a team so we're going to do our regular picks, pick contest, you know, like picking the playoffs, totals and spreads. But we're also what you're going to do is when the, when the playoffs start, you're going to pick five guys. That's going to be your squad. Most touchdowns wins. How about that? You can say, you know, do you want to pick guys just that score touchdowns? Do you want to pick guys that are all just part of the team that you think is going to go to the Super Bowl? Who knows? It's up to you. All right. Uh, we're going to have that contest going before the playoffs. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Fired up. Should be a good week. Any last thoughts? Weird Michael. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, safe travels, tread carefully, uh, in betting and beyond. In betting and beyond. <laughs> Bet, bath, and beyond. Great hey. store. How about that? How about That's that? a holiday pop-up idea. Yeah. That's a holiday pop-up idea. Because now you got everybody's gambling, right? The Thanksgiving table, the Christmas table, everybody's everybody. Right? Forget the stigma. Like people, people who aren't are now people who aren't are now asking more about it rather than right. like pretending it doesn't exist in the world. Now you got shirts that are available. You know, grandma has to pass the cheese, or <laughs> grandma's got juice, or whatever. You know, like there's the little pop-up shop next holiday, 2023 holiday season. Get that t-shirt machine printed out, Hugh. 
Yeah, I'm going to I'm flying home literally in two hours after the show. Hey. Uh, Brooke and I are driving to Kelowna and uh, ripping home for the holidays. We're going to talk to Team LTD, getting those shirts ready. And uh, fuck, I had one final thing to say and I just forgot it. Doesn't matter. Oh, oh, um, like it does matter. <laughs> probably doesn't. Uh, I can't pick Devonta Smith to be the prop of the day every week because that would just get repetitive. But literally, he's gone over for me eight of the last 10 weeks. Yards, catches. Devonta Smith has been my prop of the year. Him and Tony Pollard, but Vegas kind of caught up to Pollard. I bet him last week. I'm going to bet him next week. Devonta Smith catches about five balls a game at least and gets over 60 yards a game. Probably about 0.4 touchdowns. Keep betting Devonta Smith like me. I will. It's my ghost prop of the day every week. And it's been making me some money. So yeah, have fun. Be safe. And Huck, anything but shut the Huck up. Go Titans. Giddy up. Brooke and I just watched the movie Hustle this morning. If you haven't seen Hustle on Netflix, watch it. It's amazing. It's sports. It's Adam Sandler. It's the Ant-Man. Brooke asked me, she's like, do people really talk like shit like this? At the like in basketball, the free throw line. I'm like, absolutely, man. These guys are stone cold killers. And she looks at me, she's like, Well, oh, I don't like that. I'm like, start to not like. And I'm like, no, no, you gotta calm down. Like, it's you know, just this is how guys win championships. Like, I have that killer instinct, you know? She's like, okay. Anyway, Adam Sandler, you got our our vote for the Academy Award, man. Hustle, great movie. All right, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening. And remember to follow, subscribe, steal your friends' phones, follow Look Who's Talking, and then give it right back to them. Merry Christmas, and give, let's give to Hughes Holiday Helpers. Thanks a lot, everybody. Merry